Chapter Eleven of the Pussycat Princess by Edward Anthony. This LibriVox recording is in the public domain. Recording by Linda Marie Nielsen in Maui, Hawaii. The palace is so lovely that I wish I were a royal cat. The only nicer place is heaven, and I should like to live eleven or twelve years longer, maybe more, and have my fill of pie before i take a ride to heaven's gate it's jolly there but i can wait the palace is so lovely that i wish i were a royal cat thomas the sixth stamped his paw and the door of the royal festival chamber fell open as the king's party stepped inside they were met by the famous butterfly chariot this was a little golden carriage drawn by a thousand lovely butterflies for seats there were beautiful white lilies with commodious openings at the top as soon as the king the queen the princess and violet were comfortably seated this was the vernal season and the lilies made springy seats the driver said giddy up and they were whisked to the royal banquet table as the chariot pulled up the butterflies unharnessed themselves and rose in brilliant spirals above the glittering table until they reached the flashing prisms of diamond-like glass that hung from the ceiling each butterfly landed on a prism and in an instant the room was a riot of sparkling color oh this is wonderful cried violet for the eleventh time that day and one could hardly blame her yes we rather like it said the king although the stage manager of the palace told me this morning that we could improve the effect by flashing a few spotlights on the whole business but that is neither here nor there let us sit down they were seated while we are waiting for the royal taster to sample the food and see that it is fit to eat let us hear about your trip princess said the king the princess began her story as she told how mr grumble threw a shoe at her and sent her flying off the fence the king frowned and exclaimed the wretch overhearing the conversation the court jester a pussy-cat dressed like a clown began to sing with a shoe he tried to chase the majesty with still another shoe he viciously be still fool cried the king the princess resumed she told how mr grumble tried to drown her and of her rescue by violet you shall be rewarded for this violet said the king oh thank you your majesty exclaimed violet where was your governess dorothy while well, all this happened said the king why didn't she chase mr grumble she fled in terror when i was struck said the princess what exclaimed the king yes said the princess again she ran away and later when i met her at a circus she refused to come back to tabbyland this is too much cried the king indeed it is said the queen that dog will pay for this roared the king boy he was addressing a page who stood nearby tell the prime minister to send out a thousand knights in quest of doggy dorothy the princess's governess she has run away from tabbyland quick the page left at once to deliver the message i'll teach that dog said the king i'll show her do said the queen 
i'm beginning to wonder whether you can trust a dog continued his majesty they're always up to mischief some of my best friends are dogs but as a race they're no good at this point the king's official taster mrs fanny fur a pretty gray cat with bright green eyes entered to announce that she had tasted the dinner and found it satisfactory it is time you came taster said the king i thought for a moment you had forgotten we were here we had some trouble in the kitchen your highness said the taster the cook found an impudent little mouse nibbling away at one of the layer cakes but while this has delayed us it has improved your dinner for the cook after catching the mouse put it in your soup plate saying the king will enjoy this have it served at once commanded the king i'm hungry yes your highness said the taster with a charming courtesy turning to the jester the king said sing fool don't you know enough to sing when the dinner is on the way there are better voices than mine in the kitchen said the jester merrily i will open the kitchen door your majesty and you will hear the cattle sing that is a bad joke said the king another one like it and you'll be looking around for your head remember that and now knave sing the jester began the king he is a cultured cat he's mannerly and neat he never stains the tablecloth i love to watch him eat the king he is a polished cat he always has a shine enough of that fool cried the king seek not to win my favor with flattery so the fool tried another song the king is fond of fish he eats it frequently and drowns it with a dish of oolong majesty the king is fond of stew here stew his appetite and to the steward who prepares the stew each night the king is fond of hash we serve it to him in a golden hash can with a dash of grated terrapin the king plague take you knave roared the king is that the best you can do what kind of song do you wish your highness a song fool that is not too mirthful and yet too sad one would think from your tomfoolery that there is no sorrow in the world very well your highness my tomcat foolery shall grow less i have gone without a meal in my day and know what it is to suffer let's of talk fool and more of song so the fool sang when i survey my splendid home and think of all the cats that roam in poverty from here to nome and back again to dover i am the most unhappy cat that ever at a spaniel spat or feasted on a juicy rat or knocked a fishbowl over at times like this i wring my paws and wish that there were better laws i do these little things because i'm kind it makes me shiver to think of all the cats that go for weeks without a dinner oh if i could spare it i would throw them each a piece of liver a little better said the monarch but you may leave out the lines at time like this i wring my paws and wish that there were better laws i make the laws and there is nothing the matter with them yes your highness and now fool 
out of my sight the jester vanished dinner was then served the first course was liver served by liveried attendants then there was catnip on toast and boiled fish heads with mushroom sauce and a dozen other dainties all served in golden dishes when the dinner was over the paw bowls were brought in and everyone had washed the king said much to my regret i shall have to leave you the escape of doggy dorothy worries me as you have probably noticed and i wish to talk with the prime minister go right ahead your highness said the queen business before pleasure i never have an evening to myself said the king but i do not mind the people come first that is a noble sentiment said violet not at all said the king rising i simply try to do my duty mother and i will show violet around the place while you are gone father said the princess now don't work too hard dear it isn't good for you the king then kissed the princess and the queen and signalling the butterflies to come down from their place on the ceiling departed in the butterfly chariot end of chapter eleven recording by lindarie nielsen in maui hawaii